Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. We've got another great episode lined up. We will go through the RPAC Rundown featured matchups we had from last week, a girls basketball district final and a boys basketball district final. Then we will hear from both head coaches that have teams playing in the NSAA Girls State Basketball Tournament, Richard McDonald of Southern Valley and Chance Moreland of Paxton. At the end of the show, we will have the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available $15 for individuals, $20 for families coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Friday evening, the Alma Cardinals made the lengthy drive to McCool Junction to battle in the D16 district final. This is the fourth time in five years for the Alma Cardinal girls basketball team that they have made it to a district final, and they were looking to make history as Alma has never made it to the state tournament. McCool Junction, though, came into the matchup as the number six seed and Alma the number 11 seed. The Cardinals fought hard, but they couldn't snag the victory, falling to McCool Junction 69-62. For McCool Junction, prolific scorer McKenna Yates ended up with 29 points in the game, including four three-pointers. For Alma, Riley Scott had 18 points, and Addison Siebels and Tiersten Moore each had 16 points in the matchup. Alma ends the season at 20-5. McCool Junction is 20-3 on the season now, and they will play in the Class D1 Girls State Basketball Tournament, which of course runs Wednesday, February 28th to Saturday, March 2nd. This RPAC Rundown featured matchup was brought to you by Agriculture Precision Specialists, Precision Planting, Dakey Law Office, Banner Capital Bank, Wakanda Boats and Motors, and Dr. Jesse Neal Dental Care. We'll take a break and then recap the D13 Boys District Final between Cambridge and Ansley Litchfield. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top quality red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Crabelli Physical Therapy. On Saturday afternoon, the Cambridge Trojan Boys basketball team had their chance to qualify for the NSAA State Basketball Tournament for the first time since 2006. They were battling in the D13 district final versus number three seed Ansley Litchfield, and the Trojans came in as the number 14 seed. A tough defensive effort from the Spartans forced the Trojans to struggle on offense, resulting in a 46-23 win for Ansley Litchfield. Luke Bailey led Ansley Litchfield with 23 points. For Cambridge, they were led by Carson Trompke and Ben Hoberty as they each scored seven. Cambridge ends the season at 15-11, and and for Ansley Litchfield, they will qualify for the Class D1 NSAA State Basketball Tournament for the boys' side of things. This RPAC Rundown featured matchup is brought to you by Medicine Creek Family Dentistry, First Central Bank, JBK Operating, LLC, 
Farmers National Company, Lori Harding Real Estate Sales, Webb's Oil Field Service, Hometown Agency, Crabelli Physical Therapy, and Amateurs Bar and Grill. We'll take a break and then visit with Richard McDonald, head coach of the Southern Valley Girls Basketball Team, as they prepare for state this week. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. A love for clothes with all the comfort for every day mixed with a little fun. Shop Onyx Native at shoponyxnative.com. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Richard McDonald, head coach of the Southern Valley Girls Basketball Team. Another state appearance for the Eagles. You won the D13 district final on Friday over Amherst. Let's begin with that win over Amherst, coach. I'm sure like many others, you thought maybe, hey, that's going to be a tough opponent, especially at a 14 seed, but you won 54 to 33. Ahead of that game, what were some of your thoughts and and what were preparations like for that matchup against Amherst? You know, Amherst came in here playing really, really good basketball. Um, they beat some good teams in their sub district. And, and that was one of those things that when we looked at was like, what do we need to do to slow them down? Um, they had, uh, two girls shooting the ball really well. And Hannah Herrick, um, coming off a knee injury, uh, earlier this season and, and playing in final season is, is, was, um, something we knew was coming. Um, and, and give her some credit for, you know, uh, Sticking it out, you know, senior year being hurt, like that's never a good thing, but sticking it out and finishing her career. Um, that was kind of the two big focuses was stopping the ball and, and knowing where the two shooters were. And then obviously rebounding is always a big one. And then in that game, obviously you got to host. What was the crowd like for that matchup coach? You know, it was crazy watching, uh, just watching people file in and, and it was, uh, full, definitely loud. Um, we were, it was, it was impressive to see the the atmosphere, you know, and as we were talking, probably one of the bigger games we ever played at Southern Valley. Um, I think, obviously, first time for a district finals game, but you go back to some of the big conference games back in, you know, RVL, like just huge crowds. Now let's talk a little bit about state, Coach. You've got Elgin Public Pope John on Thursday at 7.45 p.m. at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. You're the three seed, and they're the sixth seed. Not a team you're going to see unless you're down at state or in a district final, but when you've scouted them these last couple of days, uh, what do you notice from their group? You know, they're athletic, and, and everybody down there is going to be. Um, they do some things really well. They like to pressure the ball. They like to force turnovers. Um, so they're, they're very similar to us in that kind of manner um extended two three just like us so um there, there, there's a lot of similarities between their team and our team um what it'll come down to is just who can take care of the basketball who can handle the moment um i think we were both down there last year so nerves shouldn't be as big of a deal um so again it, it's it's gonna be a lot of us just taking care of what we can and and, and playing the game and you mentioned that, you know, where where you can really get caught up in your opponent sometimes. When when you look at your team for this week, Coach, what do preparations look like for the Eagles ahead of state? 
you know, the biggest thing is, is taking care of our bodies. Um, if we, you know, 7.45, if you happen to win, you turn around and play uh, 10.45 the next day, and it's, it's that mentality. Um, government, we're walking in here, we're a tough team, we're physical, you know, we're athletic, and, and making sure our girls understand that. You know, last year I think it was, oh, we made state, oh, cool, let's go. This year, it's, let's make an impact at state, let's go do something. And that's really the mindset I'm trying to instill into our girls. We're a really good basketball team. Now, you mentioned instilling that mindset, you know, from some of your senior leaders and stuff. Is there a little bit of a unfinished business attitude with this team you have, Coach? Absolutely. You know, and you just listen to the girls talk. And, and this was, I mean, I, goal number one always, but, like, this is goal number one attainable. Like, as we, we sit there and, and talk, and it's it's always been there. Like, you know, last year, I, we didn't feel like we played our best basketball at state, um, especially Ann Bowes, who, you know, you mentioned that senior leader. She she did not play well last year. So she's she's hungry. She wants it. Now, regardless of how this season ends, Coach, you know, ho- you know, hopefully for your team, you're playing in the championship game on Saturday. But regardless of how it ends, what's been so fun about this team this season? Just how they continue to improve. You know, uh, it's been kind of one of those staples for us. We, we you know, we're a good basketball team, uh, but we can always be better. Um, and, and just the idea that they've, they've accepted that, you know, there's been a lot of games where they can just been complacent and we're good enough. And, uh, but no, they come to practice, they listen, they, they want to get better. And that's, that's really the takeaway. And then, you know, obviously we talk about the student athletes, the, the experience for them, but, but as a coach, you know, you get the opportunity to, to coach in a couple of really cool venues. What's that like for you, Richard? You know, um, I, I got to experience it once with coach Albers at Cambridge and, and he said, never take it for granted. Like there's a lot of teams that want to be in our shoes. And, um, and, and I sit there and I have to take a step back and really just look at them, uh, look at the team, look at the group and be like, you know, this is going to be awesome. You know, maybe not so much the, the prepping up of, you know, trying to figure out all the plans and what do we do with this and that. And, um, some of those you can get sucked into, but take a step back and just enjoy it. Cause like you said, it, it's it's impressive going to Bob Devaney and um, walking in there and seeing a basketball game being played. It's awesome. Many thanks to Richard McDonald, head coach of the Southern Valley Girls Basketball Team, for joining us on the podcast. They are the number three seed in D1. They play at 7.45 p.m. on Thursday against number six seed Elgin Public Pope John at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. We'll take a break and then visit with Chance Moreland, head coach of the Paxton Girls basketball team. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website scoutsrecreation.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Chance Moreland, head coach of the Paxton Tiger girls basketball team. They beat Layton in the D26 district final on Friday, 77-59. to They'll play in the first round of the NSAA Girls State Basketball Tournament 
on Wednesday at 9 a.m. against Overton, who is the top seed at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Now, Coach, let's talk about the district final game against Layton. Your team did a lot of things well, but just in a general perspective from you, Coach, what did you like that your team did in that game? Uh, they were decisive, uh, whether it was shooting the ball, uh, rebounding was especially a big key for us. And our girls executed both of those. And then the other thing that our girls did well is whether they got out and pushed the pace. Uh, to be able to put up 77 points, you got to be able to run the floor. And uh, that's one thing that we, we take to heart is trying to outwork you to the other side of the gym. Now, the free throw line was huge. You won by 18, obviously, so it wasn't necessarily crunch time free throws, but you're going to take 17 points from the line anytime you can get it, and, and only 19 shots. How encouraging was that for you to see your group shoot that well from the charity stripe? Oh, it was fantastic. You know, at the start of the year, uh, our free throw percentage wasn't as good as our uh, field goal percentage. So during the year, uh, Coach Jorgensen and I really took it to heart to say, we need to be able to make our free throws because we're going to need them someday. And uh, all that work ended up paying off in practice. So uh, the girls went out there and made some free throws. Uh, we were able to get into the, the double bonus at well, about three and a half minutes left in the game. And I told the girls, now it's a free throw competition. So you just got to break the press, shoot some free throws. And like you said, 17 of 19 went in. And anytime you can do that, you're tough to beat. Now you had, Two great individual performances. Obviously, it takes a team to win a game, but Ella Fody and, and Jacelyn Jorgensen had big games. Ella, she's been averaging right around 10 points per game. She exploded for 22 points. Jacelyn had 19 points, 15 rebounds. What were both of those girls doing in the game that allowed them to be so effective? For Jacelyn, it was uh, getting in on the offensive rebounds. It allowed her to get some easy putback points. And for Ella, she was aggressive getting to the hoop early in the game. Uh, she got 22 points in three quarters. I don't think she scored in the fourth quarter because we were shooting free throws, slowing the game down. Uh, so, you know, when they're when they're just aggressive and decisive on whatever they're doing, uh, you're going to make the right play. When you second guess yourself on the court, that's when mistakes happen. And uh, I keep telling the girls to keep believing, keep trusting in themselves and trusting in their teammates. Now, you're the number eight seed in the D2 bracket of things. You're going to be playing number one seed at Overton. When you look at the Eagles, what are some things that they do well? Uh, offensive rebounding. They have 17 offensive rebounds a game and 17 defensive. So, you know, uh, that's 34 points uh, right off the bat, just being able to get an offensive rebound and put it right back in. So we're going to have to rebound defensively. And then that allows us to transition into our fast break. But if we don't rebound, we can't run. Now, obviously, you look at the opponent, you scout the opponent, and it can be easy maybe to get caught up on focusing on the opponent a lot. But but for you and, and Coach Jorgensen, what are you guys, what have you been doing this week leading up to the game to, to focus on your group and keep your, your team engaged as you get ready for the state, state tournament? You know, we came into practice uh, and just said, we're going to keep it the exact same. Uh, we're going to work our tails off and practice that way. When you get into games, it makes it easy. And so our girls are well-conditioned. Uh, so hopefully that comes down to late game. They're thinking well, and uh, we can get some easy transition layups and see the ball go through the net and that big gym, uh, get some confidence going and take it from there.
Many thanks to Chance Moreland of Paxton for joining us on the podcast. It's the first time since 2009 that the Tigers have made it to Lincoln for State. They will play number one seeded Overton on Wednesday morning, bright and early at 9 a.m. from Pinnacle Bank Arena. Be watching for our updates all weekend long from the Girls State Basketball Tournament as our PAC schools will be competing. We'll take a break, and then it's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Our female athlete of the week goes to Jacelyn Jorgensen of Paxton. She had a monster double-double with 19 points and 15 rebounds in the D26 district final win over Layton as they won 77-59. to Our male athlete of the week goes to Jerry Ingeson of Maywood Hayes Center. Yes, he has won a couple of these this season. He had a big week with two double-doubles against Wallace. He had 19 points and 11 rebounds in that victory as they won 77-46. And then against Medicine Valley in the sub-district final, he had 23 points, 10 rebounds, and also he had eight steals. They won that game 73-50. In the district final, he didn't have a double-double, but he had a 20-piece too, along with seven rebounds in the 60-21 win over Potter Dix. Once again, our Athletes of the Week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That'll do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.